Hello everyone, welcome to the Char Shot Gamescast. Each and every week, friends gather around, talk about the games they've been playing, things going on in their lives. Today I have with me, Ben. I love virtual YouTubers, suck my nuts. What's a virtual YouTuber? Uh, anime, namely anime, uh, Japanese, or I would say Asian in general. Is it like a Vocaloid? No, it, uh, kind of, (laughs) but not like, but like it's an actual person behind them versus like, that, that is like just a robot, basically a CGI robot. So mm. it's basically mostly girls, sometimes dudes, um, or sometimes it's supposed to be a girl, but that doesn't matter. Can you give me the uh, name of have, one? Uh, Corone. Uh, she's like a dog girl. Like she has ears and everything. Um, she's like the most popular one. She has like 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. Um, huh. And it's basically like a face rig thing, but like it's like a cute anime person in front of them. And it's fucking adorable. Um, they mostly so speak in Japanese. But, like, there's, like, accounts that, like, translate their stuff and all that stuff. So, yeah. There's a lot. Inugami Korone. Yeah. She's, like, a dog person. She's, like, she's like a dog. Or she lo- she has, like, dog ears. She has a dog tail. And they do this, like, thing where it's, like, they have a hololive where it's, like, them in, like, three in, like a 3D environment. So, like, and they hang out with other, like, virtual YouTubers. It's, it's, it's funny. I mean, considering how pretty much every, I think every pretty much YouTuber is trash, why not just follow virtual ones? Fuck it. Her fan base is called Korone Suki. I, you, that I didn't know. Are you a Korone Suki? No, because I don't subscribe to her on YouTube. I just watch clips on Twitter. Okay. Because I wouldn't be able to understand her stream, so I just follow the translated stuff. Okay. That's but interesting. Like, she, one, the clip that sold me was she watched it. She was playing Space Channel <laughs> 5, and like she just flips the fuck out because Michael Jackson's in the game. And she's just like, Michael! Oh my god, it's Michael! I'm like, this is adorable. <laughs> and she played she played Doom 2016. And I swear to god, I have never seen a small, tiny anime girl let out a blood-curdling scream. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck you up. Um, anybody who's listening, if you want to go watch this, she, she her reaction to getting the BFG is fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, it's, it's just like, it's just like, oh my god. Hmm. I'll, I'll link. I need a link. I don't link it because I feel like they're gonna get annoyed with me in the Discord. But it's on my Twitter. I'll retweet shit more often so people can see this. Well, that's interesting. I this is a world, whole new world for me. I've never. Yeah, heard I of only, only reason I started watching is because this one Twitter account who does the Xenoblade Fire Emblem content. He just he made a video like I donated money to like all these virtual YouTubers just to say his name. He made a little minute video out of it, which has gotten like 500,000 views because it's just, it's funny. Um, and they, <laughs> they can't pronounce his name. And so from there, I'm like, well, I'll just follow these and like clips and clips and clips. And so, yeah, it's there. Um, yeah. Uh, so what have you been up to? Um, like a lot video game wise, just because I'm stuck at home and I, unlike, I just can't. I try to watch things, but like I find myself, I unless you watch like, Breaking Bad, it's a really good show. No, I refuse at this point. We've been over this. I'm not going to go over this to you again. Um, <laughs> like I, I finished the the Justice, the DC animated cinematic universe, um, which is like their line of films, uh, just because it came with the, the the set that I bought a couple like about a month ago. Uh, that was fun. Um, even though the final movie was really traumatizing and horrifying at points, it was still a, a very, possibly the best Justice League movie I'd ever seen. Um, I just, I just don't recommend your kids to see it because you're going to get them traumatized very, very quickly, uh, seeing their favorite heroes, uh, decimated and literally, in some cases, literally. 
Uh, literally ripped apart. Beg- literally ripped apart, yeah, in horrific ways. Um, and it still doesn't set well with me, but it's whatever. Um, but game-wise, like, the big one I played a lot this week was uh, Bloodstained uh, Curse of the Moon 2. Um, and I, for a while, I hated it. Like, I won't lie. Um, so, in the, like, you play, you played the first one, right? Yeah, the first one's great. Yeah, so, and, and we, I think we as a collective, I think it's safe to say that we don't like the Metroidvania one. Um, yeah, uh, we, prefer, which, we prefer the, uh, the more, uh, Castlevania one. I would, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, in, in this, in, in between the two, yeah, I mean, there's just certain mechanical systems I didn't like about Ritual of the Night. But, uh, so they come with a sequel, so just drop it, they just dropped it out over a month ago, so I pre-purchased it. And they introduced, uh, Zangetsu's back from the first game, you know, typical sword slash character from the first game, the red guy. And then they bring in three new characters, um, Dominique, who's basically, she has a spear, she plays like one of the, uh, Genesis Castlevania characters, um, who has a spear, uh, pretty much the same fashion. Then they have Robert, who's actually the most, one of the more unique, also a unique one, uh, cause he has a, he wields a gun. Um, so he's very good at like picking off lot, like picking off long range targets. Um, and he has some really cool sub weapons. The best one though is a, uh, is Hachi, who is a little corgi dog who rides in a mechanical mech and he's pretty much like your tank. Wow. Like your powerhouse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he has a hover ability. He, he doesn't have sub weapons, but he can pretty much like turn himself invincible. So certain boss fights can basically become jokes if you, if you tie, if you have enough magic energy, um, and it is very cool, and I was enjoying myself for the most part. You know, died a couple of times in the first four stages. Then stage five hits, and stage five is like Whoop! time to twist your nuts a bit. Um, yeah, Castlevania and, always had that like couple levels where it just it was fuck fuck you up. Yeah, but it's not. It's the final. It's six, seven, five, six, seven, eight. The final four stages are just. Like, it feels like... Because the first game, I think a lot of people had criticism with it wasn't hard enough. To me, I thought, it, like at least from my skill level, I thought it was balanced. Um, yeah, and then they had the New Game Plus stuff, which you could do. Yeah. Which added which difficulty. I'm, yeah, which did add a more challenge and stuff like that. Uh, but here it's like, it's 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 back to the old school Castlevania uh, a little bit. And I say only reason because of the knockback. Like, the knockback is going to... F- oh my god, it's so horrible. Like Jesus Christ, um, but look, but look, this game, this game actually basically is asking you to master all four characters in the right situations and memorize certain aspects, mm. which isn't it's not too demanding. And for a while, I actually switched to casual mode because I'm like, I can't do this, I just can't until like it's like two a.m. in the morning, and I'm like, I, you know what, fuck it, turn back on veteran, and I'm just gonna stubborn my, my ass <laughs> way through, and I did it. Um, stage, I beat stage five, because. Nice. Yeah, I I, be, I actually beat the game, um, and like I was just like, okay, don't don't yell, don't get salty, just calm down. You know what to do, just whatever. You because you get the, it still has a lot of quality of life issues that the first game had. Um, you know, I just paid attention more, but like it's, it, it did it did have that satisfying feeling. Like fuck yeah, I did it. Um, I just wish the, I, I just wish the knockback wasn't as egregious. It's all. Um, I think the first uh, the first one didn't have that much knockback, right? It it did, but like it, this one, I feel is like a lot more. Mm. Like I feel like ugh, and there's a lot more bottomless pit segments in this game. There's a lot, yeah. There's yeah, a, there's that's, a lot of enemy- that's Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a lot of that, but uh. they do give you a lot of power. Like if you plan it right, you plan your powers right. 
they do give you a lot of weapons to mitigate that. It's up to you to how you use them. So yeah, it's it's just asking you to be good with the game. Um, but there's no no shame in you doing casual. There really isn't. But what's cool about this one and what making me like it is that so similar to the first game where if you beat it the first time, slight spoilers, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, Zangetsu sacrifices himself after you beat episode one in the first game, and then you play through the game again, but without Zangetsu. Um, and then you rescue him, then there's also... And so in this game, it's similar to that, except uh, Dominique is the one who stops the evil threat. Uh, so now I'm on my second playthrough, which is episode two, where now uh, Z- uh, Zangetsu, uh, Robert, and um, Hachi are going to go rescue her. But the thing, good thing about Dominique is that she, could, she has a sub-weapon that she actually heal people with. Like if she gets it, she can just sprout hearts which is something else. I didn't use it that much, so um, it wasn't that bad for me to lose her. Uh, but the thing is, there's also a third episode. There's two endings you can get in the episode, the good ending or the bad ending. Um, the good ending actually gets rid of uh, Zangetsu's, like, awesome powers. That Like, like he, he has, like, a three-hit combo that you get midway through the first episode, and if you get the good ending for... To get the good ending for episode two, you have to lose those powers. But... Uh, if you want to get the third episode, which is titled Episode TX, which actually gives you access to the three original characters from the first Bloodstained, um, Jebel, uh, I can't remember the other two characters' names, um, Miriam and the wizard guy, uh, you have to get the bad ending, or at least it'll unlock it. So yeah, you can actually get a total of seven playable characters in this game in Episode 3. Um, and then it turns to like to a Mega Man X kind of like state a Mega Man game where you can stage select and you have to go recruit the characters and find like the specific hard upgrades and then you can get the true 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 ending. Um, so there's a lot of content in this game. It's just a matter of if you're gonna want to go for it or not. But it's very good. Like it's satisfying to beat. Nice. I hope they get to do a third one. You said it's on Game Pass, right? Or... No, no, no. Uh, uh, this is on Game Pass, but it's like fifteen bucks. Okay, uh, like, I'll, it's like I'll buy it. Month. I bought the first one. Yeah. Um. um outside of that, um. Uh, let's see. You and I played a lot of fighting games this past weekend, or did you want to wait to your segment to get to that? No, you can talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> um. You yeah, play, like how you started off with um. Oh God, what's it called? King of Fighters. 13? We play King of Fighters 13, yeah, yeah. which is best looking King of Fighters game of all time. Like, seriously. Possibly the best fighting game uh, visually looking of all time, I think. Wow. It's high praise. Yeah. It's so fucking pretty. Uh, and uh, needs to say, Thomas. Thomas had some good. We had, we had good fights. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you mopped the floor with me, but I got a few good wins in. Um, yeah. Can't remember who I, I I ended up finding like a couple characters that I did pretty well with like the electricity guy. I can't remember his name. The guy yeah, with the long that was the Benny hair. Benny Maduro was yeah 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 I think yeah. yeah he's yeah he was pretty good. Um, yeah, got you pretty well with him. Um, yeah, you go ahead. <laughs> what are you? Gonna say? Yeah, um, yeah, play Killer King Fighters. <laughs> I recommend anybody buy, especially when it's five bucks. Because like I know people say the online is bad, but like Thomas and I are Canada to Texas and. Like, it didn't stutter, like, bad, like, so Caliber did for us. Oh, oh my god. god. Yeah, that was atrocious. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. King of Fighters was great. Like, uh, I didn't notice any kind of slowdown or anything like that. Uh, 
Yeah, but, there might have been some input issues, but like we're not high enough level to fucking care about that stuff. I can't even see that stuff. So, um, but yeah, uh, Soul Calibur Six. My God, man, <laughs> how did they release a game with online like that? <laughs> see, like I don't even notice the. It's a combination of my PC or my internet's back because I've seen uh, like Max is like Maximilian like has even told me, yeah, you know, like watching his stream like some of the connections just bad. Like sometimes I see it like. Um, he told you personally? He DM'd you? No, no, just watching his streams, just like <laughs> venting his frustrations with the game. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was bad. But we we played one game just to get out of there. I played Jerry the River and it was just, let's just get out of here. Um, yeah, the, the, um, the frame rate or like the slowdown or whatever you want to call it, it was like 10 frames. It was really it bad. Was, it was bad. Um, it was so bad. There was a couple like uh, cool systems in there, like the, like the knockoff system, like it off of me system and stuff like that. Um, that I, I liked quite a bit, but like, I need to actually play the game to get a full grasp on that stuff. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is like, for me, the game runs great offline. It's just, I don't know what it is with online. Uh, it's probably again. It's probably more on my end than anything else because Street Fighter Five runs like ass for me online too. But uh, the one we did play that I actually glad worked uh, for almost perfectly was Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. And like Justin, really, you're gonna lose to Sweep this entire time? Like when I when you showed when you showed me that that was the movie you're doing, I'm like, beat him with just Sweep? Like why didn't you just jump in? I don't understand this. Or like you like. You know, if you're playing Liu Kang, while, you know, kick him or something. Um, or teleport or something. <laughs> teleport. Like, come on. Like, sweep? Oh, gotta... Yeah, he lost the sweep, sweep and jump kicks. That's pretty much it. Oh. Uh, funny enough, I did play Mortal Kombat on my own, and, like, I switched to Sub-Zero because I was like, you know what? Playing Shao Kahn is fun, but I want to play take it a little bit easy. Uh, and this one dude, literally all he did was jump in, and I'm like, Okay, and I, I gave him the benefit of that. I wouldn't, like, uppercut him, and I'm like, dude, this is all you're doing? And then I uppercut him every single time to win the game. Nice. And he, he rage quit at the end. I'm like, dude, you wouldn't... Why would I do something different and you're just going to jump in and give me the easy win? Like, yeah, right? All you do is uppercut. Um, That's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part, though, of our match is... Because we were doing this for your remote play, which has a little bit of delay. Like, I won't deny about that. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite part is picking Shao Kahn and almost hitting... My combo that I like to do with shout, which is a uh, shoulder charge, uh, ex shoulder charge one two, and it does a command grab, uh, which is hard for me to do normally. So I'm glad I was able to, I was able to do it on against Thomas. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, yeah, I love playing shotguns. <laughs> um, we had fun, and of course I tried to zone him out with Robocop. I suck at zoning. Um, oh god, I suck at zoning at that game. Yeah, you just need to know when to do it. Yeah, it's just like, uh, t- yeah, I just get, here, here, bullets, here, deal with it. You're like uh. shooting guns, and I'm just like, miss, miss. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat uh, was good. I'm glad we got to play that, and it worked out fairly well. Um, yeah, better, better than the, sh- well, the Street Fighter, I mean, we didn't talk, cause you didn't talk about it last week, cause we were, um, we, uh, we did the Batman thing, mm-hmm. but like the Street Fighter thing we did wasn't terrible. It's just, and I still beat you, even though we had there was tremendous lag. Um, but like I feel like Mortal Kombat felt a lot better. Um, I don't know what 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 the issue was, but yeah, it was great. Um, and then the only other thing I played this week was um, was because uh, of all the Paper Mario talk, and I didn't. I was I kind of thought about getting it. I'm like I don't. 
after seeing like how the battle quote unquote battle system works, I'm like, there's no point in doing it. Uh, since you only experience, I figured, well, I have my Wii U still, and I had to find my my Retina thing for you know, remember those for your for your Wii's to play Wii games. Um, because I apparently had knocked off my TV and I don't remember that, but motion hooked sensor. up my Wii U. Yeah, motion sensor. Uh, turned on my Wii U, just plugged it in. Um, well, actually, it's always plugged in. It's just I get switched the HDMI out, and um, yeah, I started playing Paper Mario, and it's a quirky ass game. Like, like it's it's like I can see why like like turn based Paper Mario fans didn't like it, but like I li- I love this game. It's really funny. Okay, I forgot that you actually played Paper Mario and not the new one, so I thought you were gonna talk about no. the new one. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about Super Paper Mario that came out for the Wii. Yeah. Didn't the new one come yeah, out the, recently? Or came crazy? out today, dude. Oh, okay. Came out today. I hear it's not bad. I hear it's got good reviews. So I, I saw it and just it's just the combat system because the game exploration wise the game looks great, but like the fact that it has a turn based system, but you don't get anything out of it except for money. It's just like why do it then? Like you pretty much there's no point in doing it if there's no experience system. Um, but but Super Paper Mario is like how like. It's a story. It's it's weird to say, but it's a story-driven Mario platformer because that's what it is. Because like you do plat, like it's not hardcore platforming, but it's a lot of puzzle solving, a lot it's of not going hardcore room to room. parkour. Yeah, it's not hardcore parkour, but it's like weird. It's like really weird. There's like references and like emotional stuff and like, and it has the Majora's Mask feeling because there like there's this black vo- there's little black thing in the background that's constantly opening up it's like the moon of majora's mass it gets like the closer you get to your objective the bigger it grows and i'm like what the mm. and like the the, the villain's kind of interesting and you kind of hinted something tragic happened to him there's weird like interludes about these two people who are like in love but they can't be married i'm like what what is going on that i have to talk about this point because this is the this is the point where like i like I can't, like, it's crazy. You meet this character called Francis, who's, like, the stereotype, stereotype of every fucking geek you've ever known. Like, oh my god, guys, I can't believe I have... Yeah, basically, looks like that. I've it's never really met that person class. in my life. <laughs> I've never, but I've met them at conventions. They exist. Uh, they're real people. <laughs> um, so, like, you have, you have to get in this room, and he actually has your one of your companions, uh, the first companion you meet, um, trapped in a cage. And he's like taking pictures of of it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a, it pronounces it female and I'm like this is this is, and it's like it's just a butterfly it has no human things it's just like it's really weird and like he has a con- he has like robot maids that clean up for him it's like oh oh my god he's an incel uh, yeah he's an in- he's pretty much an incel uh like he like he, he complains about like video game forums just like that it's basically every stereotypical angry nerd incel person so what's funny though at least that I found hilarious and I didn't expect is like you have to in order to access the room, it specifically says only Francis or hot babes enter the enter the room. <laughs> and in this game, you can actually you you get three party members. You might get a fourth one. I don't know, but uh, you get Mario, Peach, and Bowser. Bowser's actually playable, even though I don't. There's only a few instances I found reason to play as Bowser, um, or if I just want to burn everything to death. Um, but you enter as Peach. And, like, he goes into, like, breakdown mode. Like, oh, my, oh my God, there's a girl in my room. Like, you know, sweaty and shit. Um, and, like, he boots up. He gets out his computer, like, must bring out my computer. And he turns the game into a visual novel. Like, no shit. Uh. And so, yeah. And it's like he's trying to impress her. And you get the dialogue options. I'm like, you can either be, like, sweet to him. But, like, you know what? I'm going to be fucking mean. 
So, like, Peach, like, says, get that crap away from me. You're a fucking loser. I'm like, yeah, like, this is, this is what you get. Um, that's when I knew this game was, like, special. Uh, I'm not through with it yet. I'm kind of in a point in the game where I'm like, did this really need to happen? I don't know. Could this have been trimmed a little bit? Uh, but I'm deeply enjoying it. Um, uh, namely, like, the puzzling aspect of it, of, like, find, finding out where to go. Um, how, it's not a difficult game. It's just, you know, finding the right locations and figuring out the puzzle. But I, I, I kind of makes playing, seeing, playing, having played this game and seeing the new Paper Mario, I'm like, why didn't you guys just keep doing this version? Where it's like, you know, like, yeah, you have your, your level up stats, but like, it's mostly about the platforming aspect, but like in this different idea. I don't, I don't understand why they didn't just keep doing this if they weren't going to be like a turn based RPG anymore versus tricking people into this turn based shit with the new Paper Mario. Yeah. I think they just lost the vision of what paper makes Paper Mario. Yeah, because from I mean I played Sticker Star because that's technically the first Paper Mario game. And comparing my my experience with Sticker Star to this, this is way more homogenized than Sticker Star is. Um, <clears throat> this game is weird, man. Like if you want a weird Mario experience, if you can't play the Thousand Year Door, because I'm told that's weird. Um, you know, play this game because it's like you can. If you have a Wii U, you can buy it off the Wii U eShop for twenty bucks, or you can probably find a used copy for even cheaper for physical. But yeah, that, that's all I've been playing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to beat Paper Mario before I go back to work, but we'll see how that goes. All right. Um. So I've been playing other games than Destiny. Um. I got to ten subscribers, which was my goal for uh, my. Sh- for Twitch can't play stuff. Congratulations! And, and so, as a reward, my viewers get to see me suffer through Superman Ugh. on the N sixty four. I've never played this game before, but I've heard like how terrible it was. It's like every YouTuber's, like any any kind of content creators, gaming content creators, pastor. You have to play through Superman sixty four. Yeah, you have to point. you have to meme on it. And so I was uh, I was playing it right. And I heard about the rings and how bad, like, the rings were, but going through that stuff... Yeah, the, like, crypt- the kryptonite fog. Yeah, uh, going through the rings, like, I was actually having a, an alright time with them. Like, I wasn't, like, failing them consistently. Like, I fi- like I got the controls down on, like, how to, like, work it. But once, um, once I got into the, the actual, like, dungeons or whatever in Superman, uh, that's yeah. my kryptonite. <laughs> um so like there's some there's specific ways to like kill enemies in order for them to not hurt you like you can't just go up and punch them you have to like pick them up and throw them at a certain distance so they don't hurt you uh which is so dumb <laughs> like yeah why have enemies kill like kill you when you punch them it's so stupid um the frame rate just trips consistently like, if there's more than, like, two characters on screen. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, N64 didn't have great frame rate to begin with, so... Um, <clears throat> that was really bad. Uh, the best way to get through that game is to not kill enemies and just, like, fly through them. Like, fly around them. Uh, yeah, it, and then Superman has, like, tank controls. He also has a health bar. Uh... 
I don't know, man. It's it's rough to play. Just just trying to fit, like trying to figure out how to work that game. Because the entire stream, I was just finding ways around uh, the game itself, like like the cheese around it, you know. So I don't actually have to in, like interact with the things they want me to interact with. Um. But yeah, I've got I've got to uh, play that game some more. Um, also, Superman needs pickups in order to actually do any kind of super ability. <laughs> he needs pickups for uh, for his super breath, for his heat lasers. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, like again, it's a video game that's they like. Ugh. Um, yeah, I hate I hate Superman sixty four so much. Also, the beginning, like the story, is such trash. It's like you get this very five second uh, cutscene where it's like Lex, Lex is like, "I kidnapped your friends, ha ha ha." Trying to figure out my yeah. ring maze, ha ha ha. <laughs> and then he just looked like trash. Like if you look at the faces, they're just blurred out crap. Um, yeah, it's it's horrendous. And it's yeah, unfair and it, that it's, we have it, not had a good Superman game. <laughs> yeah. I, I will defend and say Superman Returns had ideas that were good, they just weren't executed properly. Yeah, I've uh, never played Returns, but I've heard it's not, you know, trash, but I hear it's... It's not It's not great, but like... It's like, like a 6 like, out of 10 or a 5 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, Metropolis has a health bar, because, like, that's your health bar, because, like, you can't hurt Superman, so... It's it's just there's a lot of stuff that could have been fine tuned for it yeah. for buffing or lose, but I could be looking at the rose colored glasses uh, since you can't play that game anymore. Or uh, you probably could if you have a PS2 or an Xbox. Also, they made uh they basically made an open world for Superman uh, on the N64, but it's just covered in fog and there's yeah. like a building here and there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so dumb. draw distance, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the voice acting, but, like, for one, I'm surprised they actually had voices in this game, because not a lot of N64 games had voices, right? Like, they had, like, a clip no. here and there, but, like, not full sentences. Yeah. The only but, one I can think of is, like, Mortal Kombat 4, cause, just because of the endings, yeah. but, like, not not many... I mean, Resident Evil 2 had voice acting, but, yeah, not a lot. Yeah. Maybe, like, grunts, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I guess that's, that's about it for me for Superman. Um, other than that, I have been playing a different, uh, superhero game, Iron Man VR. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Stock. Yes, so Iron Man VR, um, so I put to the beginning intro mission and then it put me into this, uh, into, like, the garage, basically. And you can, like, kit out your uh, Iron Man suit. So you have, like, different, uh, like, abilities. And, you know, you can shoot missiles or you can shoot shoot charge shots instead of just photon shots. Um, and stuff like that. So that's pretty cool. I haven't unlocked a whole lot there yet, though. There's a bunch of, like, skins and stuff you could put on your Iron Man suit, too. Um, but, uh, yeah, the... the Last mission I did, I was in, I think it was, like, Hong Kong or something. And I had to go to, like, one of the, the Tony Stark's towers there. 
you basically have to, like defend the city from these robots or whatever. And then you go inside the tower and you look around and stuff like that. Like I think that's pretty interesting. Like the like what I like in VR is just wandering around areas and like interacting with things. Like it's a real place. So like picking up like an apple off a table or something and flipping it around and catching it and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Um, but there was this one sequence where, uh, um, holograms were like surrounding you and, uh, TVs and stuff. And so like it was showing off like all the bad shit that Tony Stark has done. And, uh, it was like kind oh, of like no. a, it was kind of like a horror, uh, element to it, which was pretty cool. Um, you should check that out. I have it up on my, uh, Twitch it's near the end but yeah it was really cool um, I need to play more of that though uh, Do, yeah. does it does is it Jarvis talking to you it's Friday oh damn it they probably couldn't get the actor Paul Bettany to do it it's no. probably too much money probably probably yeah cause this is a budget title it's not a full price game so um, like you can so like you said you can customize your Iron Man armors you can have it look like different colors or yeah, there's like uh, like skins, basically different skins. Uh, there is, um, Ooh, I think, Iron. Is there Patri- a silver and red one? Uh, I think there is one. Uh, there's an Iron Patriot in there. Of course, there is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a, like there's a bunch of them, and you can unlock them through gameplay. So, like, getting a bunch of kills in a certain way unlocks the skin and stuff like that. That makes me that that like Iron Man VR alone makes me want to try it just just to see the helmet interface and like. You seeing it from that perspective, yeah. that's the only thing that makes me want to try it. But yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm used to the flying now, so I'm not so... Uh, nauseous? <laughs> nauseous or like, my, my knees don't get as weak anymore. But it's still really fun to like fly around stuff. It's still like, you know, kind of low... I don't want to say low poly because it's not really low poly, but just not as... The resolution isn't as sharp as like a video game nowadays. Mm. So there's still some of that, but... It's still fun interacting and flying around and shooting stuff with uh, as Iron Man. Cool. Yeah, I'm having fun playing that. Awesome. Um, trying to think of anything else. I don't think I've played anything else really. It's yeah, I haven't played anything else. So I guess we'll move on into the news. Let's move on to the news. But before that, I am going to run a 60-second ad break because I can. Yes. If you don't want ads, you can subscribe to my channel. (laughs) And you get to hear me do this. Ads, 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 ads. There you go. All right. We have a minute break if you want. All right. Uh, So if you are a subscriber, you're actually watching us talk right now. Yeah, I hope Mike the TV is one of them. But if he's not, that's okay. Uh, we have 43 seconds. This is actually kind of cool. Like, I'm seeing yeah, this, this countdown is... timer. Telling me when, weird. Yeah, when we're back. I want to get into the habit of doing this kind of stuff, you know? Like, be a little bit more professional about this. Yeah, a little break in between. Um, <laughs> Give people a pee break. Maybe I'll throw this into the audio so you can hear this after. Hmm. Uh, if we had questions, we'd be answering them right now. Um, we're going to be back in, I think, 20 seconds. Let me check. Yay. Uh, 10, 9, we can start counting down. 7, 6, six 5, 5, 4, four three, three, 3, 1, 
Welcome back, everybody. <laughs> As now we're going to go into the news. Yay! Uh, so let's start off the news with a fun little thing. Uh, let's talk about Sego's Astro City Mini. Arcade cabinets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so obviously, uh, a, what was it, a couple weeks ago we talked about the stupid... Sega, Game Gear. Um, the Game Gear Mini, um, and how dumb that is. They decided to do another one, but this one I actually don't mind. Uh, so this is a Astro Mini. It's based off the Astro arcade cabinets. Uh, if you've been to any fighting game, if you've been to pretty much like most uh, um, fighting game cabinets are played on this now. It's pretty like standard. So uh, this is coming to Japan only as far as I'm concerned. Um, it's going to have... Uh, 30, uh, 36 game in total, and I'll go ahead and lift, lift off some of them that they have listed. Um, and they're actually pretty good, and it's tempting to make me buy this, because uh, uh, SNK did something very similar. Uh, but Alien Syndrome, uh, Alien uh, Alien Storm, uh, Golden Axe, Golden Axe, Revenge of Death Adder, Columns 2, Dark Edge, Puzzle in Action, Tent R, I don't know what that is, Virtua Fighter, Fantasy Zone, and Altered Beast. Um, and it's going to uh, cost about 12,800 yen, which is approximately $120 uh, American. Um, there's no HDMI on the back. Uh, there's an HDMI out on the back as well as two US- USAB ports and a headphone jack. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter whether it'll have a built-in battery. So, uh, yeah, I think this is badass. Uh, and this is, I was like, I'll, I'll buy this just for Virtual Fighter 2, honestly. I was going to say, this could be pretty cool for like, in uh, like a bar, like a, you could put this on the bar or something. But then I thought there's going to be drunk people spilling beer all over this thing. So maybe not. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not, maybe not a bar, maybe like at a restaurant while you're waiting for your food. Yeah. But yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like a little, uh, desktop, uh, arcade stick. And the fact that it has an HDMI, it does have an HDMI out. Yeah, so you can means, just hook it up to a TV and play Virtual Fighter. Sorry, because I don't actually, I actually don't think this. If it is, this would be the one of the. This is the only like ch- technically cheap way to play Virtual Fighter Two on your TV. Because aside from stealing it, it aside from stealing it, yeah. <laughs> but say Saturn emulation, um, doesn't isn't the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's really cool. So, going from one really cool thing to something I'm not that cool with, but you, you seem interested in. It's the, uh, Lego NES. So, I, I mean, like, I'm not interested in it, but I think it's neat. I'm not gonna buy it, because I don't buy Legos, because they're goddamn expensive. Um, so it's coming out August 1st. Uh, it's base uh the twitter thing doesn't really t- hold on yeah there's not a whole lot of info but it's basically like a little lego nes that you can hook up to a lego nes like and uh a lego tv lego tv and it has a, 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 a wrench that you can scroll it so you can make the mario go around yep um it's it's neat um, I I won't. It's two hundred twenty nine dollars. It's it, that's expensive. That's it's gonna get scalped like crazy. Expensive, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, considering what it comes with, the winch, I can I can understand it. 
Uh, most Legos people, Legos in general are expensive. I work in the toys department, so yeah. Um, I I just think it's neat. Like I'm not gonna buy this. Also, like um, you can put your little like Lego Mario on top, and it'll do the uh, the sound effects and stuff. Um, yeah, and you it, don't I, you can the, actually you put don't the, play the game though. You just yeah, you just yeah. you just wrench it, and Mario moves with the background. <laughs> yeah, um, it looks to scale from what I can tell. Um, yeah, it's, I'm just I don't know who this is for, other than just like really diehard collector people. Uh, that and, like, a lot of people like Lego. So, like, they're, like, a Lego collectors. You're not, um, uh, I guess, Lego collectors. But other than it's, that... It's only them. Yeah. Other, Mario, Mario yeah, fans. It's, there's not... It's a really niche product. Like, I don't think... I feel like this is not really for anyone other than just collectors. Yeah. I mean, you're probably right. Well, kids... I guarantee you a kid who sees this at a store will probably want one for Christmas. Yeah, and the, no parent's gonna buy them this thing that's 300 bucks that doesn't play anything yeah. other than this crappy scrolling Mario. Yeah. I mean, there there are Legos I've seen that are that cost just as much, like the Lego, like some of the Lego, like Destro- De- uh, Star Destroyer yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, that so. thing's massive. It's like a giant project that you work on with your kids. Like, this is kind of, yeah. you just set it up and you crank it and like it, the kid's going to be bored. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry if I'm like really down on it, but I just, I don't know. I, I feel like there's, no one's going to want to have this other than just collectors. Yeah, you're probably right. I just think it's neat. <laughs> yeah, it's neat, but eh. <laughs> um. So speaking of things that are just, eh, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just gonna click on a new story and go with it. Uh, so multiple publishers are apparently considering raising game prices on PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, so following the news that. NBA 2K21 will cost $10 more on the PlayStation 4 and Series X. Uh, research firm IDG Consulting has said that other game publishers are also considering the price increases for their games. Um, and then the article just goes in about how games have been stuck at the same price for years. Uh, so what do you think? I think it's about time. Um, and I, I know, I know there are going to be some entitled man children out there who are going to be mad about it. Um, but these, the reality is, is that these games are fucking are take a lot of time to build. Um, a lot of people work on them. Yeah, and they need to be paid accordingly. And if you can't, honestly, if you can't afford to pay the ten bucks, then just wait. Like I tell people, just wait for a fucking sale. Like, yeah, instead of paying thirty, you'll pay forty, which is fine. Yeah. You know, or wait a couple of years. Is it that important to you to get it right away? No, I don't. That's up to you. Um. Yeah, uh, for me, this means that games are pro- here are probably going to go up ten bucks more, which really sucks because they're already expensive. Yeah. They're already stupid expensive here. Um, probably, probably be getting closer to the hundred dollar range per game with taxes. That's like Australia levels right there, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I, I, I was talking about it this week, actually. That I feel like I really should not have bought Last of Us Two and waited for Ghosts of Tsushima, because I actually like I'm way more interested in playing that game than Last of Us Two. But I just bought into the hype and bought it at release day. Um, <laughs> which, uh, which, yeah, I had barely played that game now, though. So that's the thing. Um, so this is gonna make me consider buying way fewer games. 
it's probably going to push me more in the direction of Destiny because I'm not buying as many games. Um, yeah. Also, people well, I mean, have, even like, then, the, yeah, go ahead. The the developers are making games to like because they're not making as many games, so they're making these their the games that they are make last a lot longer with content or just something. Yeah, then you get yeah you get like a lot of like people just, like, or developers just adding fluff, uh, so that games are lasting longer, so that they feel like they can uh, justify the price. That's for sure happening. Um, you can see that with a lot of open world games, like even Ghosts is being criticized for that, just having too much uh, side content that doesn't really matter, um, which is a fair criticism. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to be uh, just waiting for more sales on games in the future, uh, if this is going to be a thing. <clears throat> this is why I stick to indie games. Yeah. Yep. Um, I mean, not all indie games are great. Some of them are just trash. You just try to copy the, the the next big thing. But when you find that gem, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. I uh, like I said, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna stick more to Destiny now because like that's a game that I pay a price for every year. Like I just pay for the next expansion, and then like I'm good for that. And year. then you're. Yeah. You- and yeah. I put I put thousands of hours in that game, so yeah. So I do with Mortal Kombat. Yeah, like I bought I bought the season pass for this last year, and and I bought it for this year. And I'm like I'm I'm set. I'll come back to it. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so I'm, I'm, I don't need Mortal Kombat 12 anytime soon. I'm interested to see how the trend goes in the next generation. If we're going to see fewer games released and you know more expensive stuff, or just more games being released that have a longer tail. Than they already already do. Um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, next up, we have Xbox reportedly interested in acquiring WB. Uh, we are going through two weeks of news here, so <laughs> bear with us while we go through some of the older stuff. Um, yeah, what do you think about uh, Microsoft throwing their hat in the ring? It would actually get them good first-party exclusives if they play their cards right. Uh, can think about it this way: um, Mortal Kombat could be an Xbox exclusive game, video game if they do that. Yeah, but, so the, Xbox recently has like, well, not recently, but in the past they've been saying like they're not about the exclusive lifestyle anymore, and how they're their games to like PC. I I would expect they would still publish like. Traveler's Tales, like the Lego games, if they still have that license, um, like on uh, on like Nintendo, because that's a perfect platform for that. Um, oh no, for sure. Yeah, I mean, and we all know they're not they're not they're not above playing ball with other publishers, except for Sony. Yeah, fuck Sony. Um, <laughs> yeah, they won't put their games on their platform, but they'll put it on PC and then Switch um, or Nintendo's platforms. Um, I think it's cool. I mean, like, it, I just want the employees to be taken care of. I mean. I'm the only reason I would hope it, it like Netherrealm is included in the deal, just because that way they have they have both Killer Instinct and Mortal Kombat in the same house. You want a crossover? That, I want a crossover, man. <laughs> you want, I want you, that? You want Cinder versus Scorpion? That's what you want. Yes. Yeah, you can imagine they open up E3. Like, there's no E3 next year, but like. And Microsoft does like a press conference for 2021, and all of a sudden you hear, "Get over here! Wait, new Mortal Kombat!" And then you just hear, 
combo breaker. <laughs> oh my god, that would be that's the dream. That's that's the dream. Or have you know their money and actually have I don't know I don't know if I'd want NetherRealm to develop another to develop the next Killer Instinct because uh, their stuff is way different to what Ki is. But just that just that idea. Mm. But I think I think it'd be good. Just you know. Yeah, I think out of all of them, I would like to see uh, Xbox pick them up or Microsoft pick them up. Uh, but they already have so many, uh, so many studios they've recently got. Um, I was thinking about like what kind of uh, Xbox IP would I want Rocksteady to work on, and I'd say like a Fable would be really cool. Like, a imagine Rocksteady a, Fable. Yeah, like a Rocksteady Fable. I'd be pretty. It'd be sick. actually a, it'd be a good video game. So it would be. <laughs> The first two were fine. Uh, I'm going to stick to my guns on that one. Okay. Okay, buddy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, it's pretty they're cool. all trash. No, they're not. <laughs> Stop all lying. Trash. Stop lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. I just look at the video. For the, I just need to look at any YouTube clip and for this game's trash. See, you can't believe what every YouTuber is saying. <laughs> I don't, but I just let the video d- decide for me. <laughs> uh, so speaking of Xbox, they currently came out and announced their xCloud uh, service coming. And what they're going to be doing is they're going to be tying that into their Game Pass service, uh, which is absolutely nuts. Um, I really wish I had unlimited internet with my phone. <laughs> Because then I would just be playing Destiny all the time. Damn, wouldn't I mean? Isn't that a good thing? So your life doesn't go into into the can. No, un- un- unless you become like a high profile streamer and then leave us all behind. I need to take like a thirty minute shit break and play some Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> See, Thomas, I don't know. You still have a washroom. <laughs> <laughs> so just give me a minute. So have some problems in there. Sounds like a war in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's really cool. I'm interested. I, I tested it out a little bit on a, um, when I got the beta access, and it worked all right. It wasn't bad. Um, all right, so let's move on into the other big one, Sony. So the big news here is that Sony acquires a minority stake in Epic for $250 million dollars. Um, I think this stake gets them about, like, 1%, I don't know, which is kind of crazy. Thinking That's about, only 1%, yeah. Yeah. Um, you have anything to say on it? I'm not financially smart other than this, other than it's a lot of big companies making a lot of big business moves. Also, I'm not a fan of companies acquiring stakes in other companies. I don't know. Just irks me. Could, it could lead to shadiness. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm sure this happened, in the, like, it's happened so much in the past, but, I don't know. As someone that's not into capitalism, I'm just, big companies, scratching other big companies' backs. It's weird. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say on it. Maybe we'll have Justin come on if he has something to say about it. Uh, speaking of Justin, uh, let's talk about Marvel's Avengers real quick. So, beta dates were announced. Um, so, August 7th is the PlayStation pre-order beta access. 
Then 14th is Xbox and PC, and then the 21st is open beta across all platforms. And then on July 29th at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, they will have another award table presentation. Uh, so yeah, I've, me and Justin are hyped on this. We're like interested in getting it. I still need to pre-order it. So I'll probably do that at the end of the month when I get paid. Um, Ben still doesn't care because he thinks it looks like trash. I don't, okay, I don't think it looks like trash. The, the character models are fine. Everything looks fine. It's just, I hate how (laughs) visually it lacks color. That's, that's all. Like you, just, you feel like you feel like it's too saturated. Yeah, you know, like all the complaint that people had about Zack Snyder's DC Universe. This is yeah. that, but in game form. I don't hear any criticism yeah. of that at all. Yeah, I I don't have that criticism, but I can understand. Like I can see it and I can acknowledge it, but like, it doesn't bother it's, me. It's purely an aesthetic thing, but like for me, aesthetics are everything. And if like. Like, if you have two Marvel games out there right now, you have Marvel Ultimate Lines 3 and you have this game. Yeah, sure, this game has, you know, bigger budget, bigger effects, but, like, the Marvel game has a lot more characters and a lot more color. So I'm going to go play that game uh, if I have the choice, honestly. Like, everything else looks fine. I think the character models look fine. Um, they look weird at first, but I think they found them. I think the costumes are cool. Yeah. But it's just like, guys, they're superheroes. Like... Thor's cape should be, like, bright red. Hulk should be, like, not neon green, but he, like, I hate this dark shade of green they give him in certain aspects. And, like, oh, realistic light. And I'm like, no, fuck off. He's the Hulk. Make him bright. Make him, like, brighter green. Like, come on. Tony's armor should be constantly shining unless he's been in a battle for, like, 30 minutes. Um, so let's head Sorry. into... Yeah, I mean, like, you have your criticisms. And I'm sure you're going to have lots of criticisms about Ubisoft's announcements. Um, so I'm just going to talk about the ones that I care about because there's a bunch of stuff here like Just Dance, Mythic Quest, Crew, who cares? <laughs> um, Division 2, uh, they didn't really say much about that other than there's going to be some Easter eggs and stuff. Um, so I think they're adding like a new gun and stuff in there that I've been reading on. It's not Ooh. here in the article though. Uh, yeah, so Watch Dogs Legion was pretty much the... like. There are three. They had three big announcements, I believe, or no, four. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which still looks really good, still is that same uh, story of like London being rep- repressed uh, under watchful eye, you know, like fight this, fight the system kind of thing, which I can get behind. Um, you play as anybody. Uh, they're also heavily leaning into the politics. In this game, remember when they Good. said that? Remember when Ubisoft said that their games don't have politics? Well, that's oh, that's a Far Cry Six lie. is Far Cry Five is riddled with politics, but not some about politics. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I they <laughs> I feel like the games speak for themselves if they're po- political or not. And Far Cry Five was heavily political. Same with Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, Which is well, Watch Dogs in general is political. Like, yeah, exactly. Man- Just yeah, uh, and you got these assholes who are on the internet like, I don't want politics in my game. Like, bitch, everything's political. Get over it and grow the fuck up and shave your neck beard. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I'm interested in it. I liked two. Like, I liked um, two quite a bit, but I had never finished it. One, I don't think I finished one either, but I still like the. Uh, like hacking people's phones and stuff like that. Like, I think and, I have the first one on PC, and the whole like um, 
like message behind it and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, also, I they give I away have... two for free on PC as well on UPlay. So I don't know if they still no. are or not, but it was at the time and it crashed UPlay. Damn. Uh, I think I have it on the Epic Game Store. I'm checking right now. I think they gave it away on the Epic Game Store not too long ago. Another gave first... away Assassin's Creed. The only oh, reason the I have, one. if it is, the only reason I have booted up is because I have to sign up for UPlay. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> I know I don't have to input any credit card information. It's just, it's just like, come on. And again, I signed up for Origin, so what the fuck do I know? Yeah, once you get like two or three launchers, it's not a big deal to get more. Yeah, <laughs> in I my do have opinion, it. Anyways. Um, I watch Ducks, yeah. The first one's not, not that great, <laughs> but oh. I don't know. That's that's what I hear. I remember, yeah, that's what I hear. But maybe maybe but when they, I'm really really bored, they did fix it. Fix like they did like make it more fun to play in the second one for sure. That's what I that's what I remember seeing. Uh, the other two that they announced was Hyperscape, which was um, a battle royale game, but it seemed like it had a lot more character to it, a lot more goofiness to it. Uh, it's an open beta right now, and you can play it. I'll probably. I'm going to see if Sully wants to play it after the stream, so I might end up playing some of that. I only played, like, a couple of rounds, and uh, some of the, like, the abilities was pretty fun. Like, turning into a giant ball and bouncing away to, like, get to safety and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. I like the shotgun. The shotgun one was pretty good. Um, they also have, like, a, like a whole hub area where you can join in with friends and, like, test out weapons and abilities, which is pretty cool. Um, and the whole story behind it is that, like, you're in VR, basically, which is Hyperscape. Um, and there's, like, this whole corporate conspiracy happening. They like their corporate conspiracies. Um, yeah, because it's true. <laughs> uh, so speaking of corporate cons- conspiracies, we have Assassin's Creed, Valhalla. Uh, <laughs> none of the, none of the, uh, recent games have had much of, like, the modern day stuff in it. Good, because they uh, ruined that with the third game. Yeah, me and you are we are in agreement on that. Um, but yeah, Ubisoft fully unveiled Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, confirmed the November 17 release date. Uh, plans to launch on Xbox One, Series X, PS4, PS5, PC, and Stadia. Uh, I've, I've, when I was watching that um, Valhalla reveal... I, they, I definitely saw the uh, the uh, evolution upon what they did in Odyssey, which was they had these like big battles that you can go into, and so there was like the Ath- Athenians versus the uh, Spartans. Yeah, the Spartans. So you can like pick a like you can dem- go into a region and like strip them down and like destroy their resources and stuff. And then you have a big battle to like fight fight it out. In this one, it was more like uh, yeah, conquest. Hey, Sully. Uh, I was just talking about you. Um, <laughs> and so, in this one, it seems like it's more intricate and more involved. Like, you're storming gates and, like, uh, um, like castles and stuff. It's pretty cool. Uh, it looks really good. Like, I'm, I'm impressed. Uh, also, you could play as either gender and then also switch on the fly if you want. That's neat. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, and then we also had Far Cry 6, which has actor Giancarlo Espi- uh, Esposito uh, involvement. 
if you don't know know him, he's from Mandalorian and also Breaking Bad. One of the best villains in all of TV. And this one is going to have um, a modern day setting, which kills the theory that Voss was the kid uh, on the cover and in the cutscene. Um, do you have any thoughts on this? Uh, I'm very excited because uh, this because this, I, I ever since the third <clears throat> game, uh, which I tried to play years ago but didn't got too much. I th- literally, I literally threw up uh, trying to play it just because my head got too nauseous. Um, and having gone, I know a lot of people don't like Far Cry Five, named for its ending. I thought the ending was awesome um, <laughs> in Far Cry Five. Uh, I'm I I like Far Cry, the Ubisoft Far Cry games. I just can't play them for my own uh, uh, nauseating reasons. But I'm yes. excited. Yeah, so this one is takes place on a fictional uh, Cuban uh, an, uh, Cu- island nation on Cuba. Yeah. Um, and it says that they've been stuck in time, so all their like uh, vehicles and stuff are like from the 50s and the weapons. So it's pretty cool. That's a smart way of like limiting what you have and cutting your uh, way off from civilization. I thought they did a great job with that in Far Cry Five, where. How they cut? How they basically, even though you're land, you're still in the United States. How like you're technically you're locked in because of what's going on. I thought yeah. this is also a good way to lock you away from civilization, but also allow you for different vehicle and weapon variety. Also, this is going to have large urban areas alongside you know like coastal villages and farms and stuff like in previous games. So I'm interested to see what they do with the the urban areas because you don't really see that a whole lot in Far Cry. Like no, because it's it. usually yeah, because like. I can't speak for four because I don't remember. I mean, four was in the Himalayas, I think. So yeah, something not, like that. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to have uh, any urban areas, um, if any. Uh, three was obviously in a tropical island. Of course, Montana might have like a main street somewhere, but most of it's rural. So yeah, um, and then two was in Africa, like yeah. a like savanna type setting. So that'd be interesting to see how they inc- incorporate it. Uh, they said they're going to have um, more verticality in this, so you could probably jump off rooftop rooftops and stuff. It's pretty cool. That's weird because like you could literally jump off mountains in five, so that's like a weird thing to note. Uh, yeah, it is because like also you got helicopters and stuff, and you could like yeah, jump, like how jump off, like yeah. how what do you what do you mean by verticality? You had verticality in the last game. Yeah, they probably yeah, meant like more like levels, like verticality and levels. Probably okay. That makes much more sense. But you're like, you climbed up statues and shit in the last <laughs> game, in the last game. Uh, if anybody wants, uh, here's a here's a funny let's play that I have for Far Cry Five. If you want to experience it, but don't play it, uh, it's a let's play channel of Super Gaming Brothers. It's a long let's play because it's a long ass game, but it's fucking hilarious. Uh, but it goes through every aspect of the game, and uh, yeah, it's it's a great let's play. Yep, and what else? Far Cry Five. Yeah, I think that's about it for Far Cry Six. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with this because it seems like they're changing things up, at least with the um, level design. And that's it for news. Unless you have anything else that I missed. No, other than I, I you know, what's funny is I, you know, I didn't put it in, but I rem- I'm basically reminded of all the Nintendo fans getting their hype hopes up once again. Uh, when they were showing Paper Mario this past week, and then they said WayForward had something to show Elsa, and then it was Bakugan. Oh, yeah. That's stupid. 
<laughs> Nintendo's like, trolling their fan base, man. No, like, I get it, but, like, also, I'm, like, laughing at all the people who are like, oh my god, is it gonna be this? Oh, it has to be this. I'm like, just, just chill. And the fact that it's Bakugan just makes me laugh. Like, oh, it just makes me laugh so fucking hard. I'm like, this is what you get for over-expecting shit. Just, just chill. Alright, so Mike in the chat. Mike! The TV! Uh, has a question for us. He's asked us, what is our, our most desired gaming crossover? Ah, uh, I mean, well, okay, Mortal Kombat vs. Killers is not the most desired. <laughs> no, um, no, not the most it's, desired. It's just, it's not the most desired. I Street still Fighter want Mortal, Mortal Kombat vs. Street Fighter. Yeah, okay. It's like, that's the obvious, like, fighting game choice. It's never that. gonna happen. Like, no. Yeah, because Capcom's never going to allow you to like, decapitate Chun-Li's head or slice off Ryu's in half. It's never going to happen. Um, unless NetherRealm would be cool like doing like, a neuter version. Um, but we saw Which how that like, would... Yeah, with DC versus uh, Mortal Kombat. Well, the problem with that game wasn't the fatalities, even though they were bad. The problem was that the game just sucked in general. <laughs> um, it was fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, I, can, I can understand that. Um... What the hell would I want to see? I'm trying to think, because like I'm not I'm not huge into crossovers in general, really. Um, yeah, they, they it takes very specific circumstances to work. Because I can't think of like Destiny doing a crossover with anything. Um, yeah, uh, unless like there's like a a, a post credits at the next he- expansion that it's connected to Halo. Like it, yeah. it, sh- it shows the re- it shows the 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 flood or whatever invading Destiny or some shit like that. Yeah, um, there was definitely, like, posters and stuff about Destiny in Halo 3 ODST, so, like, there's that, but, yeah, I can't really think of anything, um, they've already done the, Mario I, versus Sonic, like, or not versus, yeah. but with Sonic, um. It's, I mean, it's, it's not a, the, the dream, I mean, like, a real answer, the dream one is, because Capcom can do it, but they're not, for some reason they don't. Uh, is uh, is Capcom All Stars like it's a crossover in itself where they say fuck the oh, Marvel yeah. side, let's just do a Marvel game style, but with our own characters because they have a shit ton of them that people love. Yeah, totally, hundred percent. Uh, uh, you saw that with their with Marvel versus Capcom, right? Where they introduced a bunch of their own characters. Um, like Ace Attorney made it made it in. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I, I like that's to say like I think every Capcom fan wants that like fuck the Marvel side if it's too difficult with licensing. I mean like there might be licensing issues with the Capcom side because they don't own all their characters probably you know probably deals with people who made them. But like you know I I think that'd be neat to do it to do that make your fans happy. If you want really, like the ultimate crossover game, I guess Cross Zone Project X Zone whatever. It oh is. yeah. Oh yeah, I played those games. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, those games are awesome. I love those games. <laughs> it's literally uh, just crossover, uh, like after crossover, after crossover. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's, it's Sega, Bandai, and Capcom all in one game. Uh, it's yeah. all, it's, it's except no, no Sonic, no Sonic the Hedgehog because it's a little too weird. <laughs> we can't introduce Sonic into this into this crossover universe. But here's this Demon Succubus. Here's here's that. Here's this. Uh, yeah. But Sonic would be too weird. Yeah, uh, Sonic's too weird. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything that I would want to see. I'm. I'm sorry if I'm boring like that. But yeah, 
just give me, you know, Avengers stuff. Other superheroes crossing over with superheroes. A Batman-Superman game where you interplay between the two of them? Yep. Like, um, that, that Marvel versus DC, let's go. That would be... That's never gonna happen. Just because <laughs> Warner Brothers owns them and Disney... That's never gonna happen. Just like how in the comic books, like, you can go buy a comic book called Justice League Avengers, but they'll never cross over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Where do you want? Uh, where should the people find you? Twitter.com slash Marvelous Iggy for all content related to me. And also thank you everybody for checking out Atomic Shot. We just did our third episode. Uh, it should be live before this goes live. Uh, it's on King Kong versus Godzilla, the uh, third installment of the Godzilla series. And arguably his most famous one. Uh, we got me and my buddy Tyler go over our... Uh, uh, go over the um, ins and outs. Uh, the dirt, the, the uglies, but also the very, very funny. Um, go listen to that. And of course, coming next week will be Godzilla or Mothra versus Godzilla. Uh, the first inter-crossover nice. for, uh, for Toho themselves. So look forward to that. Uh, wait, was Mothra a movie before the crossover? Yes. Oh. Mothra had, like, so yeah, yeah. Mothra, after Godzilla had his second movie, he goes into hiatus for seven years, and then they made Ro- they made other movies, but the two big ones they made were Rodan and Mothra. They established those monsters first, so this is yeah. interesting. I've never, yeah. I did not know that. I thought they just came in when Godzilla no. was around. Okay, no, Mothra uh, is legit dying at the end of in Godzilla versus in Mothra versus Godzilla. Um, like she's in her, uh, she's on her last legs, uh, coming from her previous movie. So cool. Uh, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna definitely gonna check these out. Uh, so you can follow me, your host Thomas, on Twitter, CSG Thomas. Also on uh, Twitch as Kane Plays Stuff. We do this show every Friday night at nine. Well, we usually do nine p.m. Eastern unless uh, we feel like we want to do it early. <laughs> uh, you can also email me Thomas at Charshot.com if you have any questions or want to be on one of our shows. And. Review us on Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get podcasts, and I think that's going to be it for me tonight. So, till then, gang, enjoy your games. Wear your mask.